So I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie The Master. It's on my list. No. It's wonderful, and I miss Philip Seymour Hoffman like the Dickens. But there's one part from it that really gets me, that if you haven't seen the movie or don't want to watch the movie, at least watch this part. Um, Also, welcome to Dad Meat Podcast. But there's one part where Amy Adams is jerking Philip Seymour Hoffman off to a sink, into a sink. And she's just trying to encourage him to follow through with an idea. Man, what a... That's what this is. Yeah, we're just jerking yeah. each other off in the sink. Everybody gather around the sink. That is pretty much every podcast. Yeah. It's just some of the other one. Come on, man, you got it. Yeah, but they're jerking themselves off into the sink. We're, yeah, we're jerking true. our boys off into the sink. Yeah, the we're, listener, we're the listeners Adams. getting yeah, the listeners <laughs> yeah. getting jerked. Yeah, and every other podcast, it's Philip Seymour Hoffman jerking Philip Seymour Hoffman into the sink. Where yeah, yeah. I mean the equation. The, the viewers, the listeners are, are white knuckling that sink. You don't believe? <laughs> just like oh, come we're on. just like come on, go get it, go get it, boy, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Splash! Hell you yeah. don't need me to go faster. You yeah. need to think harder. All 250,000 of our listeners are standing over a sink right now. Can you hear them? Can you hear them? Just filling it with nut. <laughs> Fill up Seymour. <laughs> That's what I want it to be like. Hell yeah. Dude, you could hear it from space. <laughs> That's what they would say about it. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, man. Can you make that drop sound? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was John McKeever making that jizz sound. Welcome, John. Thank you. All right. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Now do the AOL door open sound. <laughs> I forget what that was. I, I think this actually got lost on the lost podcast from last week. Where we, let's make sure the microphones are on. <laughs> yeah, okay, we're good. But uh, you used to go in the AOL chat rooms, right? Yeah, f- fuck yeah. Dude, John, the first night I went in one, I was like so overwhelmed by the fact that you could talk sh- any kind of shit with no repercussions. Yeah, faceless shit talk. That's your Dude. wigger chromosome. Uh, w- without a doubt. Yeah, I went, <laughs> it was like a wigger terminator. <laughs> That's the thing. We burned out on that early. Our generation burned yeah. out on that early. The faceless shit talking. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like an old, like, injured high school track star. Like, yeah, yeah, I got out of it. And I got this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hip thing. Really, I was just, you know, calling Cowboys fans gay for, like, <laughs> four years straight. And, like, different forms of capitalization. Yeah. Like, Jeeps, <laughs> lowercase a, big Y. Oh, rainbow text, uh, AOL profile, <laughs> tightly maintained. <laughs> Probably get some makeouts off of this. Get some B-wits off of this profile. <laughs> Uh, I fucking loser. Yeah, AOL. The first night I was on there, um, somebody put an ancient Indian curse on me. <laughs> so I don't know Yo. if it's still in effect or not. But I'm not kidding. Whenever there was a long time where I was in, I guess high school, where I would see that stuff. Where it's like, if you don't repost this, I'd be like, oh no. <laughs> like I genuinely would be like, oh, Did you, well, you didn't know how the internet worked. For all you knew, it took magic to get the message yes. to you. So yeah, like, and I was also like four years away from being Catholic, so I was like, anything could be real, you know. <laughs> Remember old ladies used to take out newspaper ads saying that shit? Like, you have to pray to, like, Virgin Mary, and you have to tell, like, 25 people about this prayer or else. They used to do that in ads? In newspaper ads. Holy shit, now their fucking daughters are coming off Oxy (laughs) on Facebook. (laughs) I always, that's why uh, I'm I'm so unimpressed with, like, internet, like, trolling and racism, because, like, dudes used to have to, like, get on a horse with your racist message and deliver it to someone, yeah. and now you're just hitting posts. It's like, dude, come on. Yeah, you're you not, used to have no to show up, take bro. your hat off, and be like, hey, <laughs> y'all need to hear this. You get some guy with a lantern's attention, have him open a giant wood floor. <laughs> that was the original AOL chat room. That's what it's like, that fucking sound, bro. <laughs> I got some thoughts. <laughs> You've got fucking racism, bro. <laughs> Hop off that horse. 
now it's, yeah, click and post. There's no art. There's no artistry to it. There's no craftsmanship to your fucking hate. It's easy. Lay it down, bro. It's yeah. all lowercase. Yeah. Dude, you're simple. Give it up to your fucking forefathers for doing it. And I move on. Find the next thing. Yeah, they did it the hard way. And they would fucking shoot each other in an alley. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine, though. That's fine. You get, Dude, there's a new path right in front of you. You don't even know it's there yet. You know what I mean? Step out, step out of the fucking negativity of the trolling machine. Come fucking put your bone over a sink. Let me let me fucking slurp you off. <laughs> let positivity get your With positivity. Right <laughs> <laughs> All right. I didn't mean to go that way, but you know what the fuck I'm... Dude, the metaphor... Nah, what a great Halloween costume that would have been The fucking metaphor got away man. <laughs> if I would have dressed like Philip Seymour Hoffman and I specifically showed that to my wife, I'm like, sink. yeah, like, your hair's already dyed. Let's just fucking do it. Just show up there like, what are you supposed to be like? I have to use the sink for me to... <laughs> you ever see the master? Yeah, is Jen home? <laughs> Where do you see this? It's hilarious. Fuck yeah. Um, um, you guys went out for Halloween, right? Uh, baby fell asleep on me, so I just laid on oh, the comfy chair. Best, oh, that's nice. Like two hours. Dude, yeah. best feeling in the whole world. Yeah, you, a, a napping baby on you is pretty. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Your daughter is really spirited. It looked like. Yeah, she was into it. She Jeez. finally was into it. Mm. Like, let's keep going. Let's keep doing it. And then she pissed her pants. She was like, "We got to get out of here." <laughs> She's like, "We got to go home now." I was like, "Yes, we do." Yeah, that's fun. I love forming lifelong uh, memories with my children. That's my favorite feeling in the whole world. Yeah, man. Not being sarcastic. It sounded like I was being sarcastic, but it's just because I was smiling so hard. Yeah. What, what's the last one that you 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 were observant of where you're like, all right, they're going to remember this. Mm. Oh, I'm never aware of that. I'm always just thinking about myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a real fucking dickhead that way. Because I mean, they're going to remember what they're going to remember. Yeah, I, it's like it's on you to I put that CTE, in the bank, dude. Yeah, yeah I have CTE. Yeah. I need to hold on tight. I got to get all four paws yeah. on a memory to that, lock that thing down. <laughs> That turns into peanut butter real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Start squeezing through your fucking fingers. Yeah. It feels like, Wait, yeah, was that Ben or was it Lucy? Oh, how old were you? It was you, right? It was a kid? Ah, oh, fuck. Just a fucking missing child poster on a telephone pole you've been talking to. <laughs> I fucking got to whip my hoverboard around 180 degrees and roll away. <laughs> Whatever it was. What about you? Did you guys go out, Mike? Uh, the two, my two oldest girls, they went out on their own. And my son, who's the fucking coolest human being on earth. He is cool as shit. It was like 30 minutes and he's like, all right, let's go home. Nice. He's just. Did he get a good haul? Nice. Yeah, he filled his, he filled his bucket and. People around our way were like real cool and like everybody's – there were a lot of people giving candy, which was nice and it was nice yeah. out. So I almost got bit by a dog though. Really? He did. Yeah. Dog, dog like jumped up. I guess the owners like were trying to pretend he was cool. But... Did you spring into action when the Dude. dog got aggressive around your son? No. Did you like – you didn't? No. Oh, bro, you got you to gotta start yeah. You probably shadow box in the mirror when you got home though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you start to like rethink when that shit happens. You're like, did I, did I do the right thing? Yeah, but, yeah. I mean I was standing in the street because like I, I didn't want to walk up with him because he's getting to the point where like – you know, he's starting to feel his independence. So, like, yeah. the dog kind of, like, jumped up, and they're like, hey, 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 hey. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, all right, well, I do have my fighting shorts on. So, like, <laughs> I could have if need be. Dude, Instantly shirtless in the street. I don't know how many – in my neighborhood, it's all, like um, – it's a lot of that. It's a lot of bad dogs mm -hmm. and a lot of, like, affluent, older, like, uh, art teacher-looking white ladies. Oh, boy. Like, you know, like, long gray hair. Yeah. Like where they're like, I'm so oh, yeah, yeah. hate has no home here. Dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like <laughs> tossing, they toss like fucking juice boxes and Sadie's thing, and I'm like, come on, man. Like, yeah. Threw it on the ground in front of them. Yeah, and I'm just like, she's two and a half. She that immediately adds twenty five percent weight to that fucking whatever. Just dump it out like it's prohibition. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it's mostly like it's so it's so weird to see like those two different groups because it's mostly people that just own bad dogs, just yeah. like well, white trash that live like basically on my block. Mm -hmm. 
who are like they do that thing where like oh he's normally nice yeah Seems we, like we leave our uh, door wide open and we just trust him to not cross the threshold yeah like cool well I want all my family to have faces so yeah close <laughs> the fucking door I'm like that might be true but like one dog one day that dog might just be like yeah you know what like you know like oh, yeah, I'll try something yeah. I want to try this thing where I fucking eat that person yeah, yeah. dude on that note like. And I'm, I think this is probably why that dog did this, but, like, I mean, kids are wearing weird shit. So it's yeah. not like the dog has any, like, frame of reference. Yeah. Because um, my son had on this weird, like, Fortnite character thing, which kind of looks like a dog or a cat. So it's like, I can see how a dog might yeah. be yeah. a dog in a fucking, now that a, yeah. dog had his fucking fighting yeah. shorts on. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. Because, yeah, that dog doesn't know. I, I was going to say I can't talk because I had a bad dog one time. And uh, oh, no. it ran out of our house, and it ran into a strange neighbor's house that we didn't know. And oh, my no. wife was chasing him and had to, like, run into a stranger's house. Yeah, it was oh, pretty fucking cool. God. And then he killed one of my cats, and I was like, well, rehome him, or I'm going to kill a dog in front of the kids. So That's funny. They were probably like, that's what gentrifying looks like. It's like one day a dog runs into your house, and yeah. then a white yeah, lady yeah. comes <laughs> in, and then your neighborhood's different. That's funny, because I was there first, but, you know, like, I'm not bragging. I was, you know, holding down the fucking neighborhood. It's no big deal. Holding down that block. Holding down that block because I'm a fucking loser. I'm kind of I'm a little bit scared of like of like medium sized dog. Like big dog, big dogs. I don't really have a fear of, but like there are a number of medium sized dogs in my neighborhood, and like they're all they're all the dogs are from Delco too. It's just like yeah, they don't know somebody. It's just like they start barking immediately, and like I have thought like. And there's a dog that comes and shits in my yard. I don't know which one it is yet, Damn. but like I'll find dog shit in my yard. Oh my God. But like it's gotten to the point where like I fantasize about like. Rear naked choking a dog. <laughs> Just <laughs> putting him out. Yeah. <laughs> I think every dog's worse. Like, I feel like dogs used to be better, and now every dog has that, like, metal collar chain on that stabs them with knives when yeah. they pull. Well, uh, yeah, That's on every dog I see. They're naturally better, I think, because people want... People just want to say they have the dog and like, oh, it's just like be able to put the motherfucker on Instagram. Mm-hmm, but it's yeah. like they don't want to spend the time to actually break the motherfucker. Because once they realize how long it takes, like, fuck, this is hard. Yeah. Like once you it's learn how, like once like the first day you're like, all right, I got to I got to fucking potty train this dog. You're like, all right, how long does it take to kill a dog? Yeah. This is like yeah, the yeah, hardest yeah. thing yeah. in the world. <laughs> My sister's got the fucking worst dogs. Like there's no discipline. And she knows like I'm afraid of them. And I never go over there. It's <laughs> what, like, a, what a relationship stopper. It's like these two Labradors that act like fucking Wigger brothers. Like they're always getting into trouble together. Oh, the it's Diaz like, brothers? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like if, if, if they had fucking normal feet, one would ride on the other's pegs. <laughs> but the last time I went over there. Yo, what's up, Mike? <laughs> yo, yo, let me see that ball. <laughs> but the last ball. Dude, let me get one of them biscuits. The Damn, last time dude, I went over there. sparked a fucking memory. Sorry. Go okay, ahead. let me hear it. No, it's just a memory of being a kid in Northeast Philly and like so many older kids being like, yo, let me see that ball. Uh, and they would the steal worst. your fucking ball. Or they just over. roof it in front of you. That That is something I have not thought about since I was a child. And you just saying it like that triggered Dude, it. Dude, I think that was like – that. There was our kid was uh, Chris Walsh and he was just some uh, yeah. dirt ball that was – sounds right. That was five years older that would Mike ride Brown on a – um, That's a very – Yeah, yeah, typical. A game ruiner name. Yeah, mesh. Riding around on a mongoose shirtless. Mm-hmm. Yo, let me see that bat. Right. <laughs> and then you're like, all right, well, what's my options here? Yeah. He either fucking hits me yeah. and torments yeah. me and makes me a fucking pussy for the next yep. six years in this neighborhood where I really can't be a yeah. pussy yet. Like, that can't be shown. Yeah. Or I give him my bat forever. Yeah. He did you a favor, dude. He made you a kind person. Let me get that bat. Let me see <laughs> that bat. Dude. 
And it's like so. It's he's so an lazy. angel. You should think about him, and you should thank him in your prayers at night before you tuck yourself in. Nah, dude, I'm fucking. I'm choking him out. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, revenge fantasies aside, he's definitely a big contributor to why you're a fucking uh, a bright shining light in people's lives, bro. Uh, for sure. Yeah, maybe, maybe he's dude, maybe he's part well, of that problem. I, I say this all the time when people when people like that remind you that like that like shit just is going to pile up on you and there's nothing you could do about it. Yeah. Suddenly, you're just aware, like, oh, well, everyone's got that guy in their lives. Yeah, yeah, of and, like, course, of course. I mean, that's in your that's in your fucking frontal cortex. Yeah. I don't know, some part of your brain that you don't think about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm stays not a doctor, there. dude. But yeah, it like, stays there. Every thought passes by it and it touches yeah. it, and then that molds. It's a that shame thought. though because that guy doesn't have that. So no. he's just going around being shitty to people. No. So there is a balance. It's you know, light side, dark side. Yeah, that this part is, of his brain is fucking cauterized by either like, you know, getting stepdad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> car accident that no one made any money on. <laughs> Dude, I, I, everyone grew up with a kid that had like a horrific car accident and they were like waiting to like, do when I turn 18, I'm going to get $200,000. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, dude, I wish I got hit by a car. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's poor rich for like 16 years. <laughs> yeah, right. And then he died when he was 17. Ah, almost got it, dude. Almost had it. Yeah, those guys are always destined to die motorcycle accidents when oh, they're like yeah. 23. Yeah, oh, they're practicing. They're riding around on somebody else's bike when they're younger. It's like, it's how I'm going to go. It's just a teddy bear memorial waiting to happen. Either yeah. that or they hit their head on the pavement outside of a bar fight. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, a, that's yeah. a good uh, dirt ball way to die. That's why every Wigger's Instagram is just pictures of them posing for a mass card. Like, they're yeah, because it's close. Like, they know it's close. Up. Yeah. <laughs> Any 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 picture could be the one that they fucking blow up for your casket. So get your Damn. freshest fucking hat on. And <laughs> oh my god! Kiss your fingers at it. <laughs> Wait, were you? What were you saying? I feel like I interrupted. And I'm sorry. Uh, give, give me that ball. Where were we? Uh, I think it was. Um, yeah, like the dude interrupting the game. Like that was like one of the pitfalls in the neighborhood. The other bigger pit, potentially bigger pitfall. Uh, was we lived on the border of West Philadelphia, so our neighborhood right. was like it was it was white Vietnamese, Indian, and Greek, whereas West Philadelphia was predominantly black. And right. anytime the the two groups mixed together, it was a problem. And like our group, you know, we were just kids would play. Like these kids were coming from like tough circumstances, so they just wanted to fucking rip somebody's head off the second they saw you. Sure, yeah. And yeah. like the one time I remember, it's uh, it was funny because nothing ended up happening at that time. But like we were playing in the in the park close to our house. And the street leading up from West Philly ran parallel to this park. And my friend uh, Mikey fouled a ball off. So my other friend Mike went to grab the ball. That was his last name. <laughs> Mikey fouled a ball. <laughs> Dude, I honestly thought that was yeah. an Italian kid's name. Mikey fouled a ball. <laughs> his brother Kenny fouled a ball, played a mean shortstop. But dude, he, Mikey fouled a ball into the street behind the park, and then the other Mike went back to grab it, and he did a double take. And everybody that was in the field knew exactly what that double take meant. And Mike was just like, Mikey, get the bases, and was doing the wave motion. And we collected everything, and we got out of Dodge, man. Like a tornado warning. Yeah. <laughs> we all hit in tubs. <laughs> yeah, racial mixing. Just neighborhood mixing. No, that's, that's it. That's, no, all, that's, really that's all it was. Obviously, but uh, yeah, I remember like I, I wasn't old enough to travel to another neighborhood. So, but I always heard the older kids like, "Dude, some fucking Cox kids were talking shit. We got to go fuck them up." Yeah. Like, oh, dude, Cox kids—they're the fucking worst. Yeah, yeah. I never like it was just they just sat at a different playground for yeah. hours at a time. Dude, we got when I was like, uh, I must have been like maybe eighteen, like right out of high school, and these two groups. Got into a fight, Longcrest and Fox Chase. 
And I remember, like, right before it happened, I was like, we all look the same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I have no idea who we know, who they are. And then you're like, what the fuck is even going on here? And then it's just, like, a melee. And then, like, one dude has, like, a chain. Yeah. And you're like, ah, oh, well, he's going to ruin it. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then you see someone get hurt in a way you've never seen get hurt. And you're like, everybody has to be yeah. all right, all right, all right, everybody stop, everybody stop. I remember being exposed to it before the Shelbyville episode of The Simpsons. You know, it happens on The Simpsons where they go to yeah, the, the yeah. elementary and they all have, like, their counterparts. But I was just like, I don't know. They, why, how come on The Simpsons they didn't have their toughest wiggers box each other on the <laughs> street? <laughs> that was awesome. I remember uh, I remember the one time one of our wiggers went down hard. And the guy that beat him up made a cool sound effect when he hit him. And I was just like, uh, with his mouth? Yeah, he like posterized him. And he said, Wait, what was the noise? So, uh, <laughs> that'd be a great noise to make, like I, super high pitched. Our, uh, our wigger, uh, our was wigger. Get, getting the worst of it, and he went to like tackle the dude, like he went for a shitty, like double leg takedown. Yeah, and their wigger kneed him in the face and said, Boom, at the same time. <laughs> oh, and I was like, It's a, oh no, you can't dude. come back from that, you gotta yeah. move. You gotta get a new house somewhere. Yeah. Dude, Wigger attacks are like Jaws movies. You can always tell it's coming. You hear the music and it's just like, all right, all right, all right, all right, Then Wild Haymaker. Yo, 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 yo. Fucking boom. I mean, dude, that's to have a sound effect that follows you forever. Yeah, it was pretty fucking cool, dude. Dude, I got my ass kicked when I was in sixth grade by this kid, Rich Beck. Uh, I remember it like fucking yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I remember I started a fight with him for no reason. And it was because like everybody had already fought. It was weird. It was yeah. like everybody had already fought in my grade. Yeah. So I was like, I guess I have to. Mm-hmm. And who else hasn't fought in this kid, Rich Beck, who was very nice otherwise. Yeah. And he was feeling the same way I was, where I was like, do we fight each other? Yeah. And, um, it was very quick, and like it just ended when somebody's nose bled, which mine was bleeding. Yeah, and then I was just like, "Oh, that it was it was horrible." Because yeah. you basically like it's a bunch of like eleven year old Northeast Philly kids being like, "Yeah, dude, yeah," like they don't care, <laughs> they're not friends with you anymore. Just like if you're getting your ass beat, they're like whatever. And like a year later, no, I must have been younger. I was in sixth grade because then like in eighth grade. I was in the bathroom and he was getting into a fight with someone and I was like, all right, chill everybody. And he was like, you want me to beat your ass again? Like it was yesterday and it brought it all back. If you saw him now, he'd say it again. (laughs) Oh yeah, dude. It brought it all back. Dude, it's like me, myself and Irene where it's just like that that snap. (laughs) And then I saw him years later and it was like, we were nice to each other and it was like, man, like it's just crazy how like, uh, I don't know. You're just like bred to have to have those interactions when you're younger and then like you realize how like absolutely ridiculous they are later. It is. I I dodged a severe bullet because one time when um, one fight that didn't happen that probably should have and I'm so thankful it didn't because this kid was a fucking he he, he was probably diagnosed with antisocial personality disorder like this fucker was just not right. He he yanked the nun's habit off one time Mm. and Oh, man. He ended up beating a guy Shorter who eventually died. <laughs> Dude, he beat a guy ultimately to death with a baseball bat. The guy was a vegetable for a while, then he died. What? Yeah. But what luckily, like, he didn't reach that point yet. Like what happened was in sixth grade <coughs> Pat Croce like tried to institute this um this children's uh exercise program called like I Feel Great or something. So like every day for fifteen minutes we had to do this fucking program. Okay. So like I was just like fucking around. And, like, the kid next to me was fucking with me, and, like, I had no sense of, like, um, what, what do they call it? Uh, spatial awareness. I yeah, no, yeah, yeah. And, like, this kid was, like, tapping me when we would do, like, cartwheels and shit, like, in the aisles next to our desk. So, for some reason, like, I thought it was a good idea to do, like, a spinning back elbow 
And I drilled this fucking sociopath behind me in the face. This kid, Pete. And I was like, I know, I know what this kid is. I know what his family is. This is yeah. the end for me. And like he just kept kicking me in the ass the rest of the the rest of the uh, the rest of the exercise, and I just remember thinking like I am fucking dead after school. But for some reason he let he let it go. Damn, dude! And he grew up to be a murderer. Wow. Yeah. Jeez, that could have been you. You could yeah. have been dead. Right yeah, now. all over <laughs> Pat Croce. I know a murderer. Actual, Talk about him. Oh, that's right, the Wawa guy, right? Yeah. Killed his wife. Or yeah, something? one of my best friends in high school, fucking allegedly shot his wife in the face on camera at Wawa. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah you might want to fucking start erasing that allegedly. Dude. And, uh, <laughs> you might want to turn that pencil around yeah. and get to work. You know, he's, he's due a fair trial. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm, yeah, not, sure. I'm not judge during execution. He's due a fair trial. He's, this he's, is America, hey. ain't it? We ain't going to just pass job. Oh, last I checked, this was the uh, land of the free. We got rights. So yeah, I don't dude, know about you, you want to shoot a lady in the face? <laughs> you better fucking hope a judge agrees that that ain't cool. Otherwise, shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> That was oh, one man. shorty he did not want. <laughs> <laughs> you, dude, uh, dude, you're playing too much, Mike. Yeah, All right, I'm play way I, I too much. Whistle, dude. I'm, God I damn got it! A, I got a belly full of high priced meat and cheese. Yeah, dude, I came in and you're eating like somebody was getting murdered back here. <laughs> oh, but go ahead, talk about the Wawa murder. Well, I mean, I, you know, I wasn't there, but uh, I guess there was like a custody battle that turned ugly. Anyway, if you Google the news story, the reviews for that Wawa come yeah. up now, and a lot of them, I, last I checked, mention it. Yeah. And, uh, oh, well, man. for starters, rough. there should be a custody referee that actually handles the handoff because, like, it's always at like a gas station, and there's always animosity yeah, involved. It's yeah, never just like, that, "Hi, it, Maureen, how are you?" Does it have to be <laughs> yeah. at a uh, public place? Okay. Like, does it have to take place in like a gas station parking lot? I don't know because that's don't they like a bad don't idea. they decide it. I don't know. They, they they should stop that as soon as possible. Yeah, there's got to be a yeah. mediator. The state should be involved in that. Yeah, uh, I feel like I've been in a lot of situations where I'm like, oh, I might have to step in here, like because of like a weird family situation. Like, don't put that dude, on the public, dude. Today Whoa. I get I get a I get a uh, text from uh, my wife. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I I know it's so juvenile. I can't stop. Yeah. Uh, um, but uh, anyways, she sends me this text. She was like, this lady at Starbucks just asked to use my phone. And then she was like, check out what, what then proceeded to happen. Okay. And she said it was like this little white girl, like this little young blonde white girl. And then she shows me a screenshot. I'm actually going to fucking read it because fuck this girl. There, she's nameless, so it doesn't matter. Um, but basically, she gets into a fight with her fucking boyfriend on my wife's phone. <laughs> <laughs> And the the fucking screenshots are insane. So it's like uh, this girl goes – here, uh, I'm going to pull it up real quick. All right. So this is her. It's Tara. I need you to answer when it's obvious that I'm calling you. I do not want you to lie to me and I do not want you to be with another woman. I will break up with you or break up with you if you are anywhere near another woman. I need you beside me. Stay away from her. I do not want you to pick up my prints. I don't know what that means. And then it says, uh, I want you with me straight after work. Stop treating me as if I don't matter. Do not pick up the prince. You will spend the day with me if you are not at work. You cheat on me, I cheat on you. That's actually her voicemail message, too. <laughs> oh, my Dude. God. Dude, and then he wrote back, you are disrespecting me and making me feel uneasy at my job. <laughs> I like him. Yeah, that's... And, like... Oh, man. So then, you he's know... He's an angry wife response voice. Yeah, dude. He's... He's, uh... She sent this to me, and she was like, can you believe this is crazy? And I was like, I'm on his side. Yeah. And I'm like, also, like, what's he doing fucking around with someone's like, after work, you come home. Like, the second... 
The second you're in a relationship with anyone, male or female, it's like, if you're not at work, you were with me. Then you're like, all right, well, we, this is over. This yeah. is completely over. Anything, I'll gladly go through the weekend of taking my shit back. But I, well, I, I'm confused because she seems to be split between not wanting him to pick up her prince and not being around a woman. So it's like, hey, well, you can't do both at the same time. We talked about the prince might be like photos. Oh, prince. Prince. What'd you mean, like Saudi prince? No, I thought she was. Don't pick up my prince. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a child from a previous relationship. I'll like like drift prince if I want to. Okay? Yo, like, yo, do not my, pick up prince. He's my king. I don't need no man. You know what I mean? Yeah. That kind of thing. Oh, right. yeah, I thought she was calling her. You're throwing in like a colloquialism. I'm not. Familiar. Well, I immediately picked pictured like a tiny wigger girl, especially with the way. She oh was no, this off. was like um, uh, she described her as kind of like one of those like equestrian white girls. You know, the girls uh, wear like high yeah. brown boots. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, like a barber jacket. So they were arguing about like photo prints. That sounded like wild. I would. I would bet they were engagement photos, and I bet the girl she's talking about is a girl he works with. That like she saw a text on his phone that was like, "Yo, she's got a great ass." Oh my uh, god! Like you know all the stuff you send me about creation, like the yeah. times we talk about creation. Yeah. If she's listening, by the way, shout out creation. I just uh, <laughs> probably me and Mike. Dude. Me and Mike would gladly <laughs> split time with you. Um, I haven't had time to look at all 400,000 listeners that we have. She's probably in there, dude. Yeah, she's definitely yes, in there somewhere. For sure, dude. That's I think she actually paid a dollar for the Patreon each month. Guaranteed. Yeah. She's got it. God. But it's like it's like uh, if if one of our ladies saw that and was just like, don't you ever talk to another man about – I've had buddies that are like, yeah, I don't I don't watch porn in front of their girls. I'm oh, like, come on, man. What are you doing, man? Yeah. Like, I, I'm growing up. I, I, I used to do that too. But it's like – but it's like I I get it to an extent, but it's also like if she is not cool with you doing that, it's like, dude, we're you're headed, yes. you're headed somewhere rough. Yeah. You're headed somewhere real rough. I was also 21, and then like I that's understandable. It eventually occurred to me like this is this is absurd. And we used to always like sleep on the living room floor, and we had this gigantic fucking big screen TV. And then one day I was just like, fuck it, I'm ordering one off Comcast, and it was blasting. And my wife woke up to see porn on TV. She's like, I thought you didn't watch porn. I was like, well, this is it. <laughs> A lot of stuff you don't know about me. <laughs> Number one, I watch porn. Number two, when you're asleep. <laughs> That's about it. Everything else, everything else, you pretty much uh, brushed up on. <laughs> but I'm talking like a 30 year old man. Yeah, it's this bad. was like a dude who like she was like, well, he doesn't watch porn. And I was like, oh, did he tell you that? They're also probably one of those couples where she she says a lot of like, don't we? You yeah, know what I mean? Like she God. talks for both, and she's like, "Oh, we love that, don't we?" Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty. Yeah, uh, that's pretty accurate. It's like a hostage situation. Yeah, it's, I tell people to break up all the time. I'm like, dude, fucking bail. That shit's weak. It's pretty easy. Much, yeah, pretty Just much fucking every bail. Relationship should end. <laughs> for real. I mean, like, how many? Like, I could probably. Everybody in this room is in a solid relationship. Hell yeah! But outside of this room, I can think of maybe five friends out of maybe. 50 dudes that I could rattle off that are in good relationships. Everybody else is in one where Yeah, and if like, you're wondering if you're part of that group, it's time to bail, dude. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's time to get out. Yeah, now. yeah if, you're, if you're listening to this and you're even thinking that maybe I'm in, I just hope get I, the if you, fuck yeah, out, dude. If you're hoping you're in that group of five, then fucking leave. You're t- it's it's, it's like time. moving. It's going to be two shitty days of putting stuff in boxes. Dude, and people, like, get uncom- <laughs> people get comfortable and they, they get addicted to the comfort. Yeah, they, they yeah that's a big one. That's like... I, I mean, I, like I, I was telling you guys earlier, I'm just watching people fucking drop like flies in my life. It's like, oh, man, I bet you they were really comfortable their whole life and the whole time. Like, right yeah. at the end, they were just like, oh, no, it was shit. It was shit the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, I could have gotten out. Just I'll, I'll pull a couple of Band-Aids off, and who knows? Who knows where you can go? Yeah, dude. Can't get any worse than fucking being miserable or, like, that low-level misery where it's like, yeah, I could deal with this. Yeah, I mean, you know, I get a vacation every year and a half, you know. 
my, none of my kids died. <laughs> yeah. Mean? Yeah, you start like like truffle picking for the good times. And that, yeah. when you start doing that, you're like, damn, dude, there wasn't a lot of them, was yeah. there? Yeah. Dude, there's no reason you shouldn't enjoy every day of your life. And uh, like I said, dude, just waking up to this fact. You know what I mean? It's a yeah. big deal. And we had touched on it before we even came in here to record, but like so much of what like we feel as though like we're discovering nowadays is shit that we feel like nobody revealed to us. Like no mentors or parent figures revealed us when we were kids. It's just like, Oh, so I'm not supposed to fucking be miserable the rest of my life. I don't have to just have a job and fucking die. Mm -hmm. I can actually do things that I enjoy. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, It's insane. Cause like I can imagine someone listening be like, yeah, no shit. And it's like, well, we've had a lot of people reach out and be like, bro, I am in the same boat. I can't believe it. And it's like, now it's like, all right, well, I, there's no answers yet. We're still just figuring this out. Yeah. We're still just, yeah, I mean, I, I'm like five minutes after having the fucking matrix cord pulled out of the back of my head, realizing <laughs> I don't have to be a fucking loser for the rest of my life. Well, we'll do yeah. per, for me personally, like we, we've done exactly, we've recorded exactly two fucking episodes of this podcast, but in the two weeks that from when we originally decided we were going to do it to now we're doing it like. I have noticed a definitive impact on my mental health. Just having something to look forward to, getting hang sure. out with my fucking friends, Dude. knowing I have this at the end of the week to look forward to. Yeah, I, I'm a different person. Dude, of course, 1.4 million listeners helps, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, I'm with the Patreon money. I bought the finest fucking meats and cheeses, and thank you to the Patreon subscribers because I now have auto insurance again. <laughs> <laughs> For two months, I did not. Today, safe auto submit. Uh. You were offset by the fucking pepperoni budget. Oh, hell <laughs> yeah! But uh, I, I I forget where you just ended on that. But I'm I'm just going to pick it up where I, where I perceived yeah, it, it to end. But it's like now now it's like I want to take risks and stuff because like okay, we started a fucking podcast. Who gives a shit? But there is I have such a fear of like exposing myself in that way where. Any old dickhead could just be like, cool thing you made. You're fucking, you're shitty. This sucks. Yeah. This was a bad idea. Here's, here's people who do it better. Yeah. I, and I know you're going to be like, fuck those people. And I agree. Fuck those people. Like, I have no room in my life for those people. But that's like a new, that's a recent development for me. What's a recent development that you can say being fuck those able, people? Be, yeah. Being able to actually put those people out of my mind. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I, obviously, shout out McCusker. The microdosing has helped me with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, Oh my god! I'm glad you, you were the one that uh, told me about uh, mushrooms being used for people's brains. Yeah, you yeah. were like, yeah, some guy in a real hospital. I forget you made. Yeah, it there sound was like really N- NYU studies about that. Yeah, and I, was I mean like, a lot of prestigious like, studies. Yeah. I was like, I think I, w- I want to try me some of that mushroom. Yeah, yeah, psilocybin. Yeah, it's like concentrated psilocybin. Well, yeah, I was, dude. I never went to a therapist. I never because I, dude, my my wife was basically at the point where she had to. And then she got put on medication, and she's had to try like a million different ones. And yeah. like now she's trying microdosing, and it's way better. Yeah. But I never did it because I was like, all right, well, I'm miserable sometimes. I think it's a chemical thing. But who knows what it is? But I don't want to go down that path. I just, you know, it's it seems fucking really awful. And now I'm not, now I'm on the fucking shroom dose. Now I'm fucking flying <laughs> high. And uh, so thank you for that. Thanks for sending me down that. No, I mean, dude, thank McCusker. He's the one fucking distributing. Well, the, he made it happen. Distributing the good juice. Oh, should I not? No, you're fine. No, he talks about his study all the time. It's fine. Oh. It's, it's a, it's oh, a study. It? Oh, no, it's fuck, a real sorry. study. Yeah, no, it's a real study. Don't fucking worry about it. But uh, I just pictured like three CIA okay, agents so- out in the van just like, <laughs> we got them. <laughs> yeah, right. So this was like uh, related to that is so I, I couldn't fully put those people out of my head before. Now I can. And the other thing I couldn't do was 
start something where I wouldn't be as good at it as the things that I liked in it. You know what I mean? Or what you wanted it to be. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, like your tastes are always ahead of your abilities and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And Well, especially the people that are very able, like yourself. I would imagine it's hard for you to sit down and, and make something because the second you start making it, you're like, this isn't good. Yeah. Whereas people that aren't as good finish like 40 scripts a year. They're like, I'm pretty prolific. It's like, well, what you're putting out is not great. Yeah. Well, for sure. That's a big But that's what I'm saying is like, I think that's... But like, yeah, between know. the microdosing and between doing this with my boys and between and like the fucking support from the fucking dogs, obviously, and Matt and Shane helping, like... I was like, all right, well, it'll be worth going through that period for yeah. this, you know, whatever the fuck mm-hmm. this ends up being. And uh, it feels incredible. It feels I, good. I, yeah, I mean. I can see it in you. We haven't done anything yeah. yet. And I'm like, well, I started because I get so freaked out by, like, just the amorphous ideas in my head where I'm like, this can be anything. And then it's like, wow, right. well, I have to make all these decisions. Mm-hmm. So now I'm in, like, this mode where I'm like, all right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to decide I'm going to do something. And then I'm just going to charge headfirst into the first problem. And then hmm. if I can just distract myself with that problem, mm-hmm. I maybe I can make the decisions as like a secondary thing. Yeah. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I'll make the decisions around the problems. And that's probably not the best way to approach things, but it's definitely progress for me. I don't know if that makes sense to anybody because, for I, sure. again, the CTE. No, no. I mean, I, you're articulating it very beautifully. Okay, cool. So uh, – and this is all a part of like breaking out of the cycle of just being a fucking like – broke loser in a long line of broke losers shout out dad sorry no disrespect (laughs) (laughs) but like i know i I, like there's like a cool if you grow up broke and you learn how to work hard and then you die broke it's like all right well cool that wasn't there's nothing novel about that yeah you have to learn how to like take risks and like when to take them and like you just don't get that guidance when you come from working class or lower working class families. That's the truth. Yeah. Sorry, John. No, no. I, I, I was, I was, I was just going to say that the only thing that I think about with that is like usually that is because the opportunities that we have now to do like different. There, there's so many different avenues to be creative. Mm-hmm. Like this didn't exist. Yeah. You know, like when our dads were our age. So like they were like, I either am a plumber or something else with my hands and a wrench. And a hammer of some, you know, a variant of that, or I go to college and then become business guy, you know, yeah. like so, like their options are pretty limited. So, like in order to be creative, I think like now there's there's obviously more avenues, and um, it, it doesn't mean it's easier, but I do think that it's harder for a lot of kids that grew up middle class because all they saw not middle class, but like you know, working class, yeah. Like you grew up with parents and neighborhood people that all they did was work until they died. Yeah. yeah. And you were like, well, that's the only option I have. Yeah. Like Gerben showed me a documentary once where um, it was in this like uh, like really like impoverished black neighborhood where um, the uh, interviewer was talking to a, a girl and she was like, uh, what, what job would you like to have? Like what would be your dream job? And she was like, your job. Because she was just like, it's a job and you seem happy. Yeah. And it's like devastating to hear that because you're like, yeah. these, like it's just when people don't think opportunities exist, yeah. they don't chase them, and they, yeah. and that's that's kind of a, I well, don't know, that, no, but, that, that, but that's that's, that's kind of how we 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 felt. You get like taught to like just dude, just put your time in, wait for an opportunity, and then what ends up like I, I, this? I was telling you guys before we started recording, but when I was walking into Target the other day in fucking Port Richmond, I was just looking at these people like wearing sweatpants in the yeah. afternoon. Like just bodies made of shit, <laughs> just like 
<laughs> Everyone's just waiting. Sounds like a die. Springsteen song. <laughs> yeah. Body made of shit. Internet Springsteen. <laughs> After Kensington Talk. Yeah. <laughs> they don't got cassettes anymore. <laughs> I don't know how to use the digital experience. Get me a CD on the layaway. <laughs> This gag is large, but it keeps me warm. I got a small frame dying of dialysis. <laughs> oh, man. You are a fucking gift. Man. You are a gift of a human being. God damn, you're the fucking best. Yeah. This is fun. This is fucking like, great. Okay, so you don't have to wait for an opportunity. You, you don't have to do anything. You can just, you can do as little or as much as you want. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, and it's like I I had no spark of that, no guidance for that. Same. Yeah. So like you're surrounded by all these people. You're fucking loser uncles. I don't have any loser uncles except. Yeah, all right. Uh, <laughs> I don't mean same. I didn't. But go ahead. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. But like, so we've we've painted a picture of like you know a background for a certain type of person, right? So then they're just like, yeah, just like. The first job you get where you can, you know, make your rent and you don't get fired, that's your career. Yeah. And then if you just do that long enough, eventually you'll get enough raises where it's like, all right, now I'm successful. And right. it's just, first of all, it's complete fiction. But second, it's like those dudes grew up like they just assumed that like successful people, like uh, lawyers or like Must be nice. business people, right. they're just like... I guess his hookup came in first, dude. Yeah. Still waiting for mine. And it's like, no, they were born with the, some people are born with the hookup. They yeah. get like they have a healthy family. They have guidance. They have you know the, their opportunities laid out in front of them. They get uh, <laughs> they're told to go to college. <laughs> they have a job yeah. waiting for them at the family firm afterwards. Like some people are born with the hookup, and then like other like l- uh, loser dudes. Uh, I'm like I'm using loser in the way that I've been yeah, using of course. it, where it's like you know not, not a winner. They're they're just like all right. I just gotta fucking stay on the straight and narrow till my hookup comes. And yeah. It's like nah, dude. You can yeah. fucking just make a hookup. You can make your own hookup. You don't have to fucking wait around and 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 die in a fucking pair of sweatpants that smells like fancy pepperoni. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, now now I feel like I'm just like at the at the bottom rung of that realization. And uh, so if you've if you've uh, written to me and Mike saying shit like. You know that that shit like resonated with you. What the fuck do I do now? I don't know. This isn't Fight Club. I don't have I don't have your next instructions. But here's here's is one thing is that I think. What if I was like, this is fucking Fight Club, dude? Yeah. Join my podcast. <laughs> I'd be like, is it? <laughs> That's so sick. <laughs> and then it was just an hour of just like fists hitting faces. No one knows what's happening. I, well, we got into this at the end of the legendary deleted pilot where the mic was off. But it was like I I think I. I want to use this uh, podcast to like hold myself accountable to like make progress. Yes, so we're, I, want, I want us to hold each yep. other accountable for like ideas and uh, like goals and stuff. And like uh, in a year, I want to be a good person. Basically, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. I, I want to be or better a better person than I am now. And I I feel really hopeful doing this with you and our fucking boys that we could fucking do that. Likewise, too, and I think that's, you know, that's something, like, as the fucking, this gets off the ground more often, like, you know, we will find, like, some kind of forum to, like, you know, talk about this shit more with each other with, mm-hmm. with amongst friends and listeners and, like, everybody where it's, like, you know, this accountability thing and just revealing, like, little things. Like, one thing that I think gets lost amongst, like, neighborhood types and, like, like our kind of dads is just, like, um, nobody, nobody encourages failure. And yeah. nobody even speaks of failure because, you know, to people like my dad and my parents, it's like 
failure is exactly that failure. Whereas like people that I view as successful, failure is just, you know, a way to learn from what to, to learn what not to do next time yeah. and to build upon that and to take chances where there's no chances taken because I feel like nothing, nothing is as looked down upon in like neighborhood types as somebody who stands out. Exactly. If yeah. you stand out, who the fuck is this weirdo and who does he think he is? Yeah, and that's like, don't you think that's bred from like a good bit of jealousy? It's a good bit of not that's a huge part insecurity. Of it. Huge, yes. Yeah, insecurity, which like you can understand. And like from a parent's perspective, a lot of times, like we were talking about, like they don't really push you into that world because I think they're afraid if you do fail in that way, yeah. it'll be devastating for you and they that would devastate them. You know? Yes. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like I struggle with that with my mom, where I think she wasn't really like my dad's always they've both been very supportive of what i've been doing mm-hmm. but um my mom in particular i think has been very worried mm-hmm. that it wouldn't be able to sustain a family yeah. or yeah. you know do you think she has any perception of like how happy it makes you to like create shit with your boys um i think she does yeah. i mean i i i, I would see assume, any value in that uh i think that's that's a, I, if i gave an answer it would probably be so off you know so i wouldn't want to like throw her under the bus but i i see that i i think that my I think that my dad is more willing to take the dive than my mom was. But I think, again, it's not because my mom's like a bitch or something. It's just that, like, she doesn't want to see her son, yeah. you know, yeah. live in abject poverty, um, which a lot of these people that do this wind up doing that. Yeah. Um, whereas my dad's like, I think he's got it. Yeah. And I think uh, I think I'm willing to he's – like, he's just more of that type of – that that type of personality, it's like type A and type B. They're the yeah. uh, you know when it comes to that, I think they're the exact opposites. I think that's and, part of. Go ahead, Mike. I was just going to say, like, I think it's like it's so hard. You know, I'm speaking from my parents' pers- perspective to see us like, even though like you know, I work a normal job too. In addition to like anything I've ever done creatively, I think it's hard for them to realize that no matter what happens, I'm not going to be sucking dick for cans of tuna fish. <laughs> yeah, right, right. You know, I'll, I'll figure something else out. You know, right. there's so many different ways, but you know. But again, that's what they thought. That's what yeah. happened in the past. Like, if you didn't do your job or you lost your job, how do you it. fucking make money? Yeah, oh, yeah. So, like, like we said, like we're gonna op- make art. Put this hard hat on, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Keep that fucking hat yeah, on, because cool. like, if you don't, yeah, freelance. Um, Psh, all I'm hearing is free, dude. Fucking go collect a check. <laughs> yeah, dude. And and then like that's when it comes into like um, them being like, I, oh, that's when it comes up to like. Uh, comes up to where where it comes back to like you know you start hearing people say like well you know this person's doing this mm-hmm. and they really enjoy it mm-hmm. like i remember like early on like you know you hear stuff like well you know nursing school stuff like we're like i don't i wouldn't fucking, <laughs> why would i fucking go to nursing school yeah why I, would i ever fucking you know do you know do you know anything about me <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. also like <laughs> There's something to be said about a career where everyone in it just spends all their time on social media like, no one appreciates me. I oh guess I'll God. fucking kill myself. Yeah, fucking you know nurses I mean? and teachers. It's like, Jeez. well, I guess I'll go back to school. It's like, shut the fuck up. Wow. Like, I get, t- teachers are probably the most underpaid people yeah. in, the in, the fucking, world. in the world. But there is something about that, like, August 25th photo on the beach of some girl with her sand, like, feet in the sand that's like, oh, I got to go back to school. It's like, shut the fuck up. You just had the whole summer off. I don't know why it fucking <laughs> grinds my fucking gears, but it does. Do you think your dad is so down to ride with you because he feels comfortable that he instilled like a serious work ethic in you? Yeah. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I, my impression of your relationship from the outside is that your dad sees like your blue collar approach to creativity where he's like, well, he'll just work through if, if it ever gets really hard, he'll just work through it. 
Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's kind of like my uh, my dad's thoughts. Uh, my dad's thoughts about like how to like run your business has never been confined to like the nine to five yeah. thoughts. So he's like, you can make yourself successful. You just got to work like a dog at it. Like he's yeah, and uh, he's always believed in like my ability to do that. But like you know, him and I are also like boys. We worked together for so long. He's also like, kind of a creative though. Yeah, he's a creative. He's and a creative. like I worked with him in that restaurant for. Oh my god! Like I was fifteen oh, you to know what? thirty. That doesn't even fucking count, dude. He yeah. he ran a business. He like did it. Like your dad kind of like he's yeah, ahead he of ran, the curve. He, he was ahead fucking, of the curve on this, dude. Yeah, and like he he knew like I wanted to do something else. He pushed towards it. He pushed towards it. And then I've, once once he found out that it was getting success, mm-hmm. not that this was the reason, he sold his restaurant. But I think he would have kept that fucking thing open. It was killing him. It was truly killing him. Mm-hmm. He would have kept that thing open as long as I needed a job. This is, Even I, if it killed him. You have like an innate sense of like taking charge for yourself and like going out and taking risks. And like you never so, articulated, at least with me, but that's like one of the things I admire most about you is that it's like no one ever has to question what they're doing because like you, you have this like leadership mentality when it comes to creative shit where it's like th- there was like a little bit of risk in like some stuff that we've done sure. in the recent past. But none of us had to risk it as much as you did, and we never had to hear about your risks. And we we touched on that last week. Like we both feel as though like we owe you an apology for like it always felt like you know there it always just felt like we could have done something more because you assumed so much of the risk and and literally everything creative that I think the both of us have done that has been the most fun and it has been the most um, the most subjected to the most people with so much risk involved. It's just been because, like, you're like, hey, do you want to do this? Whereas, like, you're assuming all the risk and we just got to show up. So, uh, yeah, too, but, but that, that's not necessary. I mean, I appreciate that, obviously. And, like, I, I took I, advantage I fucking of love you. I, no, I took like, advantage but, of it for uh, sure. But unco- I, I didn't do it in, like, a nefarious way. But, like, no, sure. I, I always, I, well, first of all, I think that, like, the thing people like most about me, like, or the things people like most about me all come from, like, shit that we made together. And Same. and shit yeah. that you yeah. largely yeah. controlled and took responsibility for. Yeah, but I mean, but all the things that I've all the things that I've made, and this is like really with all the people that have kind of shined in those things, like whether it be you, you, Mike, Tommy, Rain, uh, Shane, like anybody that like kind of stands out, it's because they're talented, and because I know they're talented, and then also like we're just boys, so like. Mm-hmm. It's easy to write stuff for your friends where you're like, here's here's the thing that I want to work on because I know the guys that I would put in it. And then you make that thing and then you turn on the cameras and like you kind of know how the story's going to go. But yeah. then you just let you guys run. And then that's yeah. – without that, then I don't get – like I'm not I'm not writing that stuff half the time. Like and I, half the stuff you're saying. Lovely, right? But you're also talking about it as though you started five years after – like. I remember when you fucking bought a DSLR and we're just sitting on like a park bench reading the manual for it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah, you, you, and uh, and and Tommy as well. Mm-hmm. You fucking put yourself so far out without ever like holding it over anyone's head, like, and, and yeah. like you've you've exposed a bunch of your boys to like some bigger picture stuff. Yeah. In such an insane way, like it drives me crazy that you're not a household name. Yeah, well, me, me, fucking too. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, actually, well, I, I, dude. I, well, you know, we might, we might be uh, chipping away at that that iceberg soon. Always. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're, you've never stopped moving forward. 
Yeah, I mean it's but that's but that I think in that comes the like um with with like with doing that as long as you keep doing something like what you're doing now like if you just do something and you constantly mm-hmm. just find a way to like you know create things or find an outlet for yourself to create things then like you'll always be kind of satisfied with the freedom that that yeah. brings um dude it's the do something part that trips people up yeah because the they thing. they start and then they stop but it's like dude look how many people like or don't write scripts i know people that are like still working on my script still working on my script and they've they just never even write page three. How many fucking scripts have you written? How many scripts have you written that I've read, Mike? And it's they're 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 fucking great. And it's like you just write them and you put them out. And if you know, you just have them so that when the time does come, mm-hmm. when opportunity does come, you're like, I got these scripts, mm-hmm. you know. And then you're you're ready to go. And that's kind of all what I've always thought is like if you just write, if you just write, if you just make stuff, if you produce stuff, if you mm-hmm. You know, you get yourself and stuff, then when eventually the time does come and the opportunity presents itself, dude, you'll like, be able to... I, I can attribute, like, any any script that I've written or anything that, like, has the final push that I needed, it all started because of my association with you. And, oh, no, l- hear me out, because what happened was, like, I can't tell you, like, what, like, you making me a part of Delco did for me from a um, a um, confidence standpoint. Because I view all, all of you guys as like the cream of the crop, and I'm lucky to be a part Same, yeah. of this group. But like that was just like, all right, well, now it's like, all right, so now I get to play with the big boys. And it's like getting to be funny around you guys. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like, okay, getting to be funny in front of like thousands upon, upon thousands of people. And it's just like, oh, wait, maybe I, maybe I can do this. Mm-hmm. Maybe – Maybe this is just like I just needed somebody to say like, okay, yeah, you're good enough. Go ahead, go do your thing. Yeah, and it was just like having that that like vote of confidence from you specifically really ignited something within me because like I had always felt like I was funny, mm-hmm. and especially when I first doing stand up, I thought I was a fucking man. And it was just like, oh wait, and then success wasn't following, yeah. and then there's that crushing feeling of just like that fucking Al Bundy syndrome. Well, you know, mm-hmm. I fucking crush in front of the comedy cabaret at fucking Roosevelt Boulevard in a room full of people. Right. But then now I'm sitting sitting around drinking fucking pitchers of beer like a fucking fat dildo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been in that same fucking – that exact same scenario you like. Yeah. yeah. I mean uh, I, I – well, A, I appreciate it. But I, I also think that like what it, – it's – I think what, what, when you wind up doing those things, when you wind up like – like the when we shot the pilot, like mm-hmm. it seems crazy, right? Mm-hmm. It seems like, oh my god, they're giving us a million dollars to mm-hmm. make this. Like it was a million dollars. But then when you do it, you're like – this doesn't matter because it really doesn't. True. And then you realize and like then the, the, it ended up super not it's super. Ended, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just didn't matter. And it didn't matter to them really. Cause they were like, nah, we're not going to pick it up. And like, you, then you like kind of see the other people they work with and like, they're no more talented than you guys. Like they're yeah, no absolutely. more. T- like, so you realize like, Oh, this is just a matter of like working yourself into a position that people can then see you, yeah. you know, because there's so many people that are so fucking talented that are dishwashers their whole life because they never, they never do anything. They never get on stage. They never go to audition for something. They never sign up for like an Dude, the ideas, class. The ideas seem too lofty. It seems like too much. It seems of a crazy. Yeah. It's like, well, then um, I might have to fucking miss a couple hours at work and then I'm going to have to make those up later. And it's like, hey, you know what? I should just fucking put my nose down and go to work. You know what I mean? Just, fi- just fucking grind it out. From a yeah. long-term perspective, sucks. one yeah. thing that I think that every, every one of us can take solace in is that like our kids see this and they're going to see that like you know, I think I think the purpose of every generation should be to be Im- improve upon the previous generation. Yeah. So if our kids choose to do something creative, they've already seen each of us achieve some level of success that sure. 
they would no, never otherwise dream of. Like when you were just mentioning about you know just like filming a pilot, it, it to me from my perspective, it felt like watching a magician reveal their tricks to you. Be like, oh, there's no like th- this is there's a definitive prof- pr- uh, process here. Yeah. It's not like you're handed a magical key. Right. It's like okay, you see what everybody does. You see like okay, this 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 and this this happen, and mm-hmm. it's just like okay, yeah, everybody here deserves to be here now. Yeah, everybody there was like it was. I don't know, like, but I feel like we were we were in a situation where it was a bunch of dudes. Like to me, here's here's how I felt. Like I feel like the funniest people I knew were like dudes I hung out with in like the cafeteria mm-hmm. and in mm-hmm. uh, high school, mm-hmm. and then that's what all of you guys have become. It's just become like. Mm-hmm. You know, your boys that fucking sit around and make jokes. And we found a way to make that into a product. Yeah. And then we found a way to like rejigger it a couple times. And like, you know, with Philly cord and with anything else, like mm-hmm. there, there's ways of, uh, there's ways of kind of not, not that it's one note, but it's like, we know how each other works. So like mm-hmm. we can mold that into a different product and you see so many people do it. I mean, like Danny McBride and his buddies do it. I mean, like there's, there's a lot of people that do it once they find the crew that they work with. It's like, this is a good fucking crew. Mm-hmm. Then that's all – the only people you want to work with. Like, you know? We're the luckiest, dude. We're it the is. luckiest fucking dude. dude. It yeah. always fucking feels we're very like, lucky. like we get to show off. It always feels like a fucking – like we're the globetrotters and we're bouncing fucking yeah. balls off the fucking Washington general fucking players' heads. Yeah. Because it's just like, okay, I'm going to sit – like I mentioned um, when we were on Matt and Shane, like it was something so offhand that Shane said that he for- completely forgot about. Yeah. But it's something that 99% of comedians would kill to have as their fucking closer on stage. Exactly. Oh, the yeah. retarded Godfather. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You come to come to me on my birthday party. Yeah. Day yeah, my yeah. super sweet 36. <laughs> yeah. No recollection of that, just because he'll say eight billion funny things throughout the course right. of the day. But it was just like that was some. It wasn't filmed. It was just in a corner of a room by the goddamn snack table. Yeah. And that's 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 everywhere over anything that we've all done together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's um. But it's it's just a matter of like you keep doing stuff and then, you know, eventually something hits because mm-hmm. it has to. It's mm-hmm. just the way it fucking works. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't want to sound like a retard, but I feel like you, you're only a failure when you stop yes. failing. Like you can well, at this point anything. for sure. Yes. Yeah. At this point for sure. Yeah. If I stop, it has to be like from a stroke or something, or like I gotta die. I I can't Dude, just I can't quit. Party. Dude. Now that's that's the actual like now I feel like neighborhood ladies like well you can't quit comedy you've been doing it so long what are you gonna do be a fucking plumber now that seems lofty we're like what are you gonna go fucking work construction you pussy dude I mean obviously you were you were married for a good chunk of uh, your career in comedy (laughs) but like when you when I found out you were having uh, a daughter I was like this is so fucking sick yeah because like. That's the most fulfilling thing in the world is obviously starting a fucking family, For sure, right? Yeah. But then, like, I, I did kind of worry. I was like, "Well, he's not going to take as many risks now." Yeah. And it's like, all right, maybe you did buckle down a little bit. Maybe you did take like a more serious job. But the fi- like the first time you asked me to like shoot something. Like after Cassie was like pregnant, I don't even remember what it was, but I was just like, yes, yeah, it's still there. Yeah, well, it's yeah. it's still there. It's just picky. It's super picky now. Well, now I mean, like, first of all, you've earned a little bit of the right to be picky. You don't have maybe. to just do everything. Well, it's also I can't. I mean, I, I like, well, well, it's I, a combination. Yeah, 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 like I, I kind of like it's weird. I think people, and I know people that we know that they've done a couple videos that are successful. And now they're like, well, I only do big projects. Whereas I would like. I would fucking go out with a DSLR and fucking shoot anything tomorrow because I like doing you know it. I, for it's fact. fucking fun. Yeah. Um, but uh, I just don't. I just don't have the time for it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we got. Some, and got also, some. you know, we got we got fucking uh, got good news this week about. Oh, you don't have to say. 
Yeah. I didn't. I don't know. I can't read lips because I can't see. Ah, sold, cool. sold that bad boy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. To who? Uh, you don't have to say, dude. You're probably on under an NDA. Uh, I I am, but it's a network. Whoa! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like on that was literally that yeah. that ring on my phone was the confirmation. Oh no way! Yeah, 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 yeah. I was, I was waiting. Uh, no dude, waiting on that. More. This is a whole new Springsteen song. <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, it's the develop where it's development, but uh, you know, it's some of the, some of the the faves are in there, and then obviously. Guess who's gonna be? Guess who's gonna be making appearances? Oh, obviously, oh, dude. I mean, get the fuck out of here. I, I don't want to assume, but hell yeah, bro. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, yeah. Man. You look so happy about it too. Well, it's also been fucking four months yeah. because that big bad thing happened that yeah. stalled <laughs> it. What are you talking about, dude? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't Positive vibes work. only on this show. I don't man. participate but, in yeah. bad things, dude. You know what's cool as shit though? Like that. I don't want to. Now we're talking about something that whoever's listening to it doesn't even know what the fuck's going on. They've probably been that yeah. way for the last 45 minutes. <laughs> we can we can start over. I'm not in any rush. No, yeah, this rules. Right. We can roll it into a fucking. Yeah, we can, let's just keep we got going. Some more time. Yeah. I okay. guarantee you that most, if not everybody listening to this, can relate to this shit. Well, I, dude, uh, I want to. I actually did want to get to this at some point, but like. I was, I was, I keep harping on the fact that people are reaching out and saying like, I didn't know I felt that. Or like, I mm. dude, I'm the same way. Like, yeah. uh, I want to shout out our boy fucking Adam who sent us a fucking super sweet email. Yeah. That fucking ruled. Uh, so fucking cool. But, uh, one, one thing he asked me was like, what kind of business, uh, what kind of businesses do you think a dog could get into? And it was like, uh, he mentioned I, I had some line about like you're living in an unlocked cage, and I first of all I forgot I said that, and I was like, "Damn, dude, I'm fucking cool." That was so sick. But uh, he was like, uh, "He said oh, I'm working a, <laughs> I'm working a gay fucking tech support job, and I'd love to do something that I actually care about, uh, but I feel stuck not knowing what to do." It's mm. like, all right, well, first of all, the hardest part is number one, realizing like pulling that fucking matrix spike out of the back of your head. You're already dude. You're already further. You're already on the good. You're already, yeah, yeah, good start. Here's something I actually did that super helped me out. Look into what it takes in your state to start an LLC. Like, just find out what you had. Like, pretend you had a really good idea that you loved and try to start an LLC for it tomorrow. And just go through the motions of doing all the paperwork in your head. Even, like, dude, print them out. Fucking start writing them out at your desk. And then anything where it's like you need a specific like business plan here or like it, on your on your state's website, it'll say like, you know, here's some documents to help you like formulate a business plan. Put that off as long as you can. Right. Do all the other shit first and then circle back. And by the time you get back to like the there's so much shit to do when you get back to like what's your business plan, there will be a part of your brain. It's like, oh, I could probably do like you're going to have a yeah. spark of an idea by the time you get there. And if you don't, then you've already tackled all the boring parts of it now get crazy now it's like yeah. what 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 would i what would be worth risking my comfort for just temporarily mm. what yeah. would be worth you know working insanely hard for like two years at that i would love and it would return for me for you know the rest of my adult life and i'm i'm trucking through that right now and it feels good every day even just to think about it well, don't you think talking about it too? Like when you do this, it's like you. The more you talk about something, you the more you kind of learn what you're interested in, and then mm -hmm. that kind of guides your guides your path a little bit. Where it's like, oh, I like this thing. So if like his name Adam, yeah. yeah. So if Adam was like, uh, let me start writing down all the things that I like or the things I really like, even if it's like, what am I? What do I do in my free time? And you keep going down that path. Eventually, like something will pop up. Talk to like, your I'm boys fucking about into it this. Too. Yeah, yeah. Talk to tell your boys you're doing it. 
And like one of them might be like, oh, that's like you might you might spark them. They'll respark you. You're gonna join your sparks up, dude. You're gonna be fucking, dude. And that's scorching. Tim, to that, <laughs> to that point, if you don't fucking have boys like that, like just know, like you could email us too because we're we're fucking locked in on this shit because we're all out from rising from the fucking ashes because we're fucking reform losers. And Hell no yeah. bullshit, dude. We are fucking reform losers. Tim needs to fucking TM that because he came up with that. But moving forward. The fucking rest of this year and throughout 2020, it's just like we're essentially like reinventing ourselves. Like with, with every little thing. For us, it started with, with just coming to do this every week. Which it, is huge. Which it is, is huge. John, and I'm telling you, like just yeah. like when you tell people, oh, I'm starting a podcast, it's like, okay, jerk off motion. For, yeah. Fuck it. Till my, I fucking tear my rotator cuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, you know, now it's just like not only like it's just like one, we're having the fucking time of our lives in the fucking two times we've fucking been here. Two – People are sending us fucking incessant positive feedback. Yeah. Three, we got – we started a fucking Patreon. or just like, all right, well, this is ridiculous. We started this. People are already giving us money for that Yeah. to the point where like I'm thinking like, okay, if things keep progressing this way, I might not have to work a fucking second job. Yeah. So – and it's like and it's like I get more time to fucking do this and also more time to enjoy my family, which yeah. I will then be better toward because sure. I'm not fucking wound up and fucking fried from working right. two fucking jobs. So like the collateral fucking impact mm-hmm. of just saying, all right, I'm going to do this even though you know it's just something so it, different. Well, I, look at what it would do. If you had free me. time, then all of a sudden you have you got free time. Now you're probably reading more books that you're interested in that will make you more interesting. Yes. That will just kind of enrich your life in general. Yep. And you'll be interested in talking about more stuff. You'll have more energy to talk about more stuff. Yep. Then who knows? And you'll start making more content in general. I mean like oh, it just leads to that kind of stuff. And then that's the – then that's that's the thing that like you know people come to you for is like yep. your perspective and your POV on, on – that's the that's one of the other things that I figured out recently is you have to fucking completely jettison the shit in your life that you aren't enthusiastic about. Yeah. Everything. Like TV shows that I don't I mentioned them. Like if I don't love a TV show, I'm done with it. That's like I'm yeah, reclaiming yeah. that time. If I'm like I've bailed on like I, I'm a I love video games. I play them, I want to make them. That's yeah. one of my that's one of my like goals that I'm taking action on. If I'm playing a video game, I'm like, hmm, this doesn't seem like it's worth the you know, the next sixty three hours bail on it, dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I fucking quit Red Dead Redemption too. Re- People that play video games will know what I'm talking about. I fucking bailed on it. I wasn't loving it, dude. Right? Now, that's that's the thing is is like don't get don't let that new free time get sucked up by more shit that you aren't enthusiastic about. Yeah, well, he put down the controller. <laughs> when started the podcast, <laughs> dude. The cat and like yeah, we keep talking about starting a fucking podcast. The cast is fucking secondary. It's just a conduit to reach our fucking 45 million listeners and just fucking juice them up. I want to, I want all my boys fucking just running on 100% juice at all times. Yeah, no man, matter what the, the fuck dude, if you're fu- if you're fucking making a goddamn ice cream cone, fucking balls to the wall, put the fucking flavors in that you want to fucking make. You don't have to eat fucking God chocolate damn, if you don't dude, like chocolate, motherfucker. If you're making fucking dog porn, name them whatever you want, man. Dude, just follow your fucking heart. Also, just like get get like just get together with the people you fucking yes. like hanging out oh, with. My God. I mean like oh. that's one thing that like that if if I didn't have that, I'd be f- I'd be in critical condition because it's like yes. you just need to pop out every once in a while and be like, all right, I need to surround myself with these people who are like like-minded and we'll just like, – I don't know. There's just something about – like even like when we pop out and like go see a show at Helium or something or even you know just like a night at the Bards or whatever. It's like you just don't realize how influential that can be on the rest of your work for like fucking weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Like just yeah. – I don't know. Just uh, – it's, it's very vital. Because of that, John, like – 
because I knew I'm coming here tonight to sit with both of you, I fucking I floated through this fucking week like fucking Harry Potter. Dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I you know what this week I had this realization that you guys are like the longest friends I've ever like had that I picked. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we weren't yeah. coworkers, we didn't go to fucking school together, like we yeah. met as adults. I was like, Oh, I choose these guys as my fucking boys. Dude, picking friends is a big one because like yeah. when when you elongate unnecessary relationships with friends that you've just been friends with for a while. Especially when you don't go to college. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that shit drains the fucking life out yeah, of you. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, the the problem with a lot of friends you have in high school is like your like your scope is very limited. Mm-hmm. So you're like, once you like get out of high school or get out of college or whatever, like your life starts to expand, and then like those friends that used to be part of your life don't really fit anywhere anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like especially like what we do and like what we've done in the past, like we understand like long lapses of not seeing each other, like stuff and it's where fine. like yeah, and like there, there's weird things about like friends from high school that I've noticed with a lot of friends that still keep up with a lot of friends from high school where it's like. It seems like checking boxes. They're like, oh, I got to go to this person's mm-hmm. kid's birthday party. It's like, you don't even want to go, yeah. but you're just going because you're like, I have to go. And then it's like, it's the only time I get to see him. It's like, why don't you just see if he wants to go get a beer with you sometime? Yeah. And like, go fucking hang out with your friend. It, it becomes like work. Yeah. And also like a lot of times those guys, when they're around, don't talk. Yeah. They surround themselves with so much shit that they don't even talk to each other. Yeah. Because they don't really have anything in common. Yeah. yeah. Go and, to a loud bar, watch a fucking game. Yeah. So, you know, they'll fucking, they'll be like, you see that thing on Bardstool? Like, that's that's what most They go to show each other are. the same thing on their phones at the same time. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I saw her too, dude. She's fucking they hot. Have in common. <laughs> then the wife comes over like, cut, cut, put that problem. Dude, hit the fucking eject button on those relationships. Yeah. If it's not something that, like, you want to go out of your way for, dude, that's the fucking time dude, that you're just leaving on the table. I ended a, fr- oh, there's no way he listens to this, and I also wish him well, but I ended I a know, fr- Do we have 65 million listeners? <laughs> <laughs> Look at the ticker. <laughs> I ended a friendship with a guy once that... Uh, it was like, it was a friendship that was like, it was terminal. It was like, it was yeah. dying. It was like clearly dying. And, um, he got engaged to a girl that I just didn't like mm-hmm. for many reasons. I don't want to get into them, but I just, we just didn't get along. Anyways, um, he asked me to be in his wedding and I was like, all right. And then he like, was like, can you speak at my wedding? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, and it was like a, a Bible passage. Oh God. And I was like, well, you know, I'm not really religious. And uh, I was like, but I'll do it anyway. Like, I don't really care. And, but then I was like like a tertiary member of the, yeah. of, of the whole yeah. situation. Um, and at his wedding, like I was halfway through the wedding and he was like, they weren't even through like half the shit. Yeah. And I just got up and walked over to him. I was like, Hey man, I got a show tonight. And I just left. And he looked at me. He's like, Oh, you got a show, huh? And I was like, yeah, Fuck you. I got it. I was like, yeah, I got a show. Dude, the yeah. second and I left, and it was just like the ne- oh oh. So I, was, I wish like a helicopter ladder could have dropped <laughs> in your hand, and I just broke the window joke. and jumped out. But like two weeks later, we were supposed to go on a bachelor party after his wedding. Oh, it was that kind of wife. Mm. So uh, we were supposed to go to this baseball game. I get on a train to go downtown to this game because I was like, oh, I'll just go, you know. Yeah. And I was still in that mindset of like, I got to hang out with him. He's my friend. And I got on the train. I got to the next stop. I just got off. Oh, and then called him. I was like, I'm not going to make it to the game. And it was like, and I'll never forget. He was like, this is unacceptable. And I just remember oh. like, okay, dad, this weight being lifted where it's like, I never have to deal with this again. That's yeah. the great thing. Like I when, never have to deal with them again. When you can't accommodate people like that and they reveal themselves to be who they are. Like, yeah. that's like, that's like the key to the fucking handcuffs. Exactly. And I'll bet you he made you come out with the fat bridesmaid too, didn't he? 
<laughs> uh, no, I, I wasn't in the wedding. I he just wanted you to talk. He just wanted me funny. to read. He, no, he wanted me to read a fucking Bible passage because yeah. I think he felt bad that I wasn't in the uh, wedding. And it was like we were both hanging on by a thread, friendship yeah. wise. And also, like he's probably doing great, good for him. But it's like that's that's what so many people do. They're like, I don't really fucking like her. Yeah. But I was friends with her in high school, so now I got to fucking go to her wedding. It's like, yeah. do you? Yeah. Do you have to fucking do that? Yeah, I've skipped funerals. <laughs> yeah, well, they don't <laughs> they're not going to know you're not there. Dude, yeah. People get offended when you don't go to fucking funerals. There was there was a lady that I work with. Her husband died, and it's like she's a nice lady. But they're asking like, "Are you? We're taking. We're going in shifts. Do you want to go with this group?" I was like, "I'm not going." Yeah, like she just wanted the gift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going. I was, I was going to send a, a stripping preacher. It's going to like toss the fucking Bible. And it's and then it's weird, like you wind up wanting to go to funeral. Like there was one funeral I missed recently, uh, Michael Brooks's, ah, and it yeah, was because I had to awesome. work that you night. It, dude. <laughs> I was I had to work that night, and I was just like, it was the one funeral that if I went there, like nobody in this family knows who I am. Mm-hmm. Nobody like I just genuinely felt like terrible when he died. Mm-hmm. Like I, it was just like a feeling that I couldn't figure out where to place it. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. I just want to go to his funeral and yeah. like. And I just, I just couldn't. But it was the only time in like years that I've wanted to like go yeah, actually yeah. pay respects to somebody. Yeah. Where I like truly like I'm trying to fucking pay respects right now. Like hmm. I don't yeah, know how I you do it. So hard. I, it sucks, dude. I fucking missed it for a very similar reason. And that was oh man. Now I'm bummed out. That was definitely a dude that. Yeah, I didn't mean to fucking bum no, anybody out. But it doesn't matter. It deserves to be witnessed, I mean, dude. It, it matters. He does. Matters. He was the fucking man. It matters to like the living because that's all funerals are for. Yeah, it's for you to have closure. And it's yeah. anybody who gets upset that somebody isn't at a funeral is a fucking cunt control freak. Well, they're also clearly doing it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. It's like when people pretend to be upset about anything. Mm. It's like, well, you're not really upset. You right. just want to – that becomes equity to you. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Equity is you know, you become, a great way to be, put it. You take the moral high ground in some way. Yeah. You know? that's, what, that's what all this shit really is. What? I don't want to end on a sour note. No, go ahead. no we're not in. We're not going to No, end. I mean like sad, sad about like Brooks passing. Um Let's. I just want to cheer you up, Mike. Do you? Ha- do Did you, you contact him on the Ouija board? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, let's jump back one subject then. And yeah, yeah. Back to like uh, having like long term goals. Do you have any? We talked about this on the Lost Cast, and I wanted to talk to you. Do you have any? Uh, and there's one more thing I want to talk about. Yeah. But do you have any like long term goals that I can hold you accountable for, Mike? All right. Ooh. So let's see. Long non comedy related, obviously, dude. We spend so much time boosting each other, and that doesn't even need to be stated. What's something outside of comedy that you're trying to fucking get yourself into that I can help with? Let me think on this. John, if you have one, you know, give it to Tim because I got to think. I don't have any right now, but like, like I can probably think like of a one year within the next from now. Week. What 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 would be something that like if I brought this up a oh, year I from now one. where I was like, where are you on that? And I want I, like if you didn't make any progress, I'd want you to be like, fuck, I don't have anything to show for it. Like, what would you regret not having made progress on in a year from now? I want to be here every Friday night recording this podcast with you. <laughs> Same dude. Say no more. That's. I mean, that's already a done deal. One because one because it's super enjoyable and it's something I love too. But two because I know it can provide value for the people listening to this. <sighs> Through the, people can relate to a lot of the shit that you guys said, and also I guarantee we're you, forming bonds. Dude. Yeah, dude, it's hundred million strong. Dude, and you know what? They're going to connect with each other. They're going to be lifting each other up. Eventually, it's going to be – we're just going to be doing this to fucking make them giggle once a week. They're going to take a, a, a minute out of just whatever high-profile business meeting they were in or, or maybe they were painting a cathedral. <laughs> Who knows, dude? Maybe maybe they're getting jerked off into a sink. They're going to take a couple minutes just to have a fucking little laugh with us, just a little chuckle, and then they're going to go back to fucking crushing it. For real, man, because one thing that, that 
that I really like doing about this is there's no fucking clapback shit. Whereas like every other form of entertainment, fucking communication is like, yeah. well, blah, 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 blah. Like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The fucking made up interactions and shit on Twitter. Nah, dude. We just want to cheer for each other getting jerked off into the sink. <laughs> or jerk each other off into the sink. Yeah, we could do that. Depends on who yeah. needs what, bro. You know what I, I mean? I mean, man, it's like when you first said it, I was like, that is weird. And the more I think about it, I'm like, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. To just be like, let's go to the sink. Let's get it over with. <laughs> let's get the- and it's clearly that was – what's nice about that is that it's not the first time. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it, it, it signals that it's like, this is our thing. Let's yeah. go to the sink. And does he wait at the sink? Yeah, it's classic conditioning. Yeah, and then yeah. He let, it's like Pavlov's dog. He like, <laughs> Pavlov's like, dog knocks on the phone. <laughs> He's he like jumping around in sink. circles. <laughs> <laughs> dog waiting at the front door. We're going, right? Sink's on. <laughs> this year, we're all getting jerked off by Amy Adams. Mark my words. Man. Um, and everyone's going to kill me if I don't ask you about the sex torso. <laughs> Sad news. Oh no! I got bamboozled. <laughs> oh my god! What do you mean? Last and last week, Tim had asked me, "Did you check the reviews?" And when I interpreted that question, automatically I thought of product reviews. It didn't occur to me to check whether or not this website was legit or not. Like the Better Business, they're Bureau. actually being investigated by the Better Business Bureau for the same shit. It's like people say, "I ordered this." They sent me two products that were of significantly lesser value, promised to refund my money. They haven't sent me the right product or refunded my money yet. So, Oh, by the way, those two devices that we couldn't identify, they were probably for pulling nip. They are, yes. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, one of the dogs actually emailed me. <laughs> He's like, is, is this what Did you're talking about? you have a scooter stick on the back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if so. So um, in the market again, but you know what? I'm just going to find a bigger and better one. Are you going to go full real doll? No. Good. But I'm you're, go- not, you're not letting the Patreon get to your head, dude. Dude, I, I might make my, my own. I might <laughs> fucking Geppetto it. Paper mache. Something's going to be a real boy. Like at the very end, you're going to like adjust a wig like one. Like that's it. Final, like, putting the final touches on your homemade real doll. Oh, dude. Then she comes to life. Ooh, dream. Uh, I'll get what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? Uh, I'm sure there's some dogs out there that have sex torso recommendations. Just fucking flood the Twitter with it. Let us know. Was uh, it? A, was it one of the stars? Was it a stars uh, torso? No, it, stars was, it was just a generic one. Although I would, I would like to go to like a uh, a warehouse. Be honest, or dude, you're not getting one for under three hundred dollars. Um, <laughs> Is that how much uh, they run for? Like a real Amazon. one? Realistic? Are they? Are oh, they actual uh, porn stars? No. B- behinds and back pusses? No, actually, it looks like there's some fucking. Because that's what it is, right? It's the asshole and back post? My phone's out there. How much of a torso do you need? Could you just get away with one of those advertised over 20 pounds of pussy and ass (laughs) (laughs) things? You know what I'm talking about? I don't know, man. I got got to go back to ground zero It's just a lump of cheeks and lips. That is such a fucking... You ever see those ads? What on like a fucking? It's like it's like in it a deli like, window, guaranteed <laughs> twenty pounds of like pussy and of ass hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> instead of as seen on TV, it says like over twenty pounds of pussy and ass. No, I've never Does seen it, that. Really? Yeah, I don't even remember where I've seen it. Probably on like a tractor trailer over yeah, on the turnpike. It was a puppy beheading video I was watching. Um, <laughs> we're not letting this go, dude. I agree, man. We're gonna get you into some. We don't fucking heavy, give up, dude. We're unstoppable. Uh, Dude, I'm going to Facebook Live myself fucking this thing on the window, so. I'm going to tag my old teachers in on it. You should put, you should get half of it stuck in the dryer and fuck the other half. <laughs> We're like under the table. 
Oh, you know, we we talked about her on the Lost Cast, but we were making fun of uh, one of my favorite porn stars who's now dead is uh, this lady named Cherry Poppins. Every now and again, she's been dead for like four years. A lot of them are dead. Stephanie Kane, August Ames, a lot of them, yeah. Shoo. A lot of them Do you guys off. get like obituaries in your email? What? Nah, it's just deep searches come up, come up pretty dry. <laughs> they actually asked me to read a, a Bible passage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a funeral, but actually a tent. Sorry. But, uh, a Cherry porn stars funeral? Fuck yeah. All oh, the squeaking God, yeah. of leather. <laughs> Everybody standing in line just jerking. <laughs> Everybody come to the sink. There's a grief fluffer. <laughs> the priest just fucking throwing out the cum. Like after everybody comes to the sink. Body of Christ. Yeah, body of Christ. <laughs> but dude, on Cherry Poppins' uh, fan page, I don't know who runs it, but every now and again, like you could tell like he's probably had a few drinks and he's getting he's starting to reminisce. But this week he put up two. And uh one was her surrounded by like four black dudes, and the one black dude's got his MySpace address on the T-shirt, <laughs> and it says like a lot of people don't know that uh, Cherry was very anti-racism, and one of her ways to combat racism was to do uh, black and white gangbangs. <laughs> She's a civil uh, rights leader. She yeah. actually died in the Ferguson protests. <laughs> I mean, come Malcolm XXX. <laughs> <laughs> no justice, no puss. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, this is just like watching fucking Federer and whoever the Austri- Austrian guy was. It's like, scoot wink, scoot wink. Cream on me. <laughs> Free Cherry Poppins. Free Cherry Poppins. Uh, <laughs> what, um, uh, actually, you know who was... You know, park. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> um, one of, an oldie but goodie. Uh, you guys remember a porn star named Anna Mall? No. She was something um, in comparison with Cherry Poppins. Cherry Poppins never seemed like she really had a, like a love for the. Game. Oh, like Animal. Animal. Yes, yes. Uh, but Animal, like she, she had the fucking eye of the tiger, man. Like you could tell as soon as like you didn't, you didn't have to say action. Like she was already. Yeah, ready she to was. Go. She was like Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> she was fucking in character the whole time. Like one of those tiny dogs with the tongue always hangs out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's actually funny because the first thing I pictured was Animal from Muppets playing drums, <laughs> <laughs> just sucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> when your world looks kind of weird, <laughs> you wish that you weren't there. But I guess she wasn't like that. Well, no, she does sound like she was yeah. like that. She like passed on? Honeycomb's mascot. She, she passed away, and um, Greg Lynn was actually one that was uh, memorializing her today under the Cherry Poppins fan page. Yikes. Damn. <laughs> Good for fucking Greg. Yeah. I mean, dude, I saw, uh, you know who August Ames was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw her in Santa Monica at a sunglasses shop. Did you and, say hi? Uh, dude, I'm not – so I walked in and she literally – I think she just – and it was not – she looked at me and another guy just seductively. Like she – like we recognized her clearly. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm like, she must just do that all day long. Like yeah. just walk around like, oh, Whoa. where do you recognize me? And she was – I mean creme oh, de la creme. Yeah. Oh, man. Like probably could have been an actual model. No. But boy, oh boy, that was weird. I immediately called that's Pat House. Thing to do. <laughs> that was, that, I called Pat House. Yeah. It was like my, uh, it was like my priest, my porn priest. Yeah. I was like, I've seen one. <laughs> that's almost like an evil thing to do to someone that would recognize a porn star oh, in person is to yeah. flash in that look because it's yeah. like, I don't know, when they fucking overload the fucking the ghost fucking jail in Ghostbusters. Like, <laughs> oh, no. yeah. like, you overload his fucking bank, dude. Well, that I mean, me and this other guy, we didn't know each other. It wasn't yeah. like we were yeah. like together and she did it. She like looked at both guys and both guys were clearly doing that like dog scratching its <laughs> ear with its back leg thing, you know? Like, we were like, 
If you if you could meet and have a conversation with one porn star, who would it be? One porn star? Yeah, Evan Stone. <laughs> Kenzel actually met him answer. last weekend. He, uh, when you think of that, was uh, yeah. Kenzel posting that picture? I was like, that dude probably fucking rules. He looked yeah. like he was having a good time, yeah. smiling to meet a fucking old dude fan. <laughs> yeah, just some big long dick dude meeting a non-gay guy that doesn't want to fuck him. Because you know? <laughs> that must be all male porn stars deal with. This guy's like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, I'm actually on a. Uh, it used to be an old like file sharing, which like, is fine. Uh, no, no, Which no, no, is no, fine. No. I'm obviously not. Uh, Dude, there's nothing wrong with hating gay people and wanting them to die, John. All right? Uh, it's fine that you feel never that way. Never said that. Never it's, said no, that. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I, yeah, I'm on this fucking... It was, uh, it was a, like a, a piracy website. And one, like it started from uh, gamefaqs.com. And so it was all these like 13-year-olds like, what if we just set up our own website and we could just share MP3s with each other? So all those dudes, they never left that site. And when I got on it, they were all grown-ups who oh, like all met each other as 13-year-olds on the internet. And one of them, at least one of them, ended up being a male porn star. And he would, just, he would just create a thread every once in a while. I was like, yo, dudes, what's up? It's me. Uh, I don't want to give him away because he was obviously on a piracy website. And I don't want to ruin his reputation as a fucking <laughs> long dick. Was it Giant Sins? No, I'll tell you afterwards, though. Uh, I don't know if you'll recognize his name, but he'll be like, yo, what's up? It's me, your boy. Uh, I got like 45 minutes before I got to go to a shoot, if, you know, whatever you want to ask me. Uh, I guess it's like an Ask Me Anything on Reddit. Damn, but but way more just like five dudes like, what's up, dude? Who do you like? What's it like when you do that? And, uh, was he answering? Yeah. He seemed oh, like the fucking cool man. Yeah. Like super laid back. And I was like, dude, this guy fucking rules. It's actually yeah. slurping on a blue chew popsicle. <laughs> <laughs> it's always weird. Like when you see like those, uh, those videos were like behind the scenes, they just like, they kind of like, like you would like a bunch of comedians in a green room doing bits. Like they just like kind of suck each other's dick for a second. <laughs> <laughs> and then they stop. It's like a joke. Like when porn stars are backstage, they're like, man, give me your dick. I'm like, like, mm-hmm. and they're like, ah, isn't that funny? Or like smack it or something. Like, like suck a porn each other's tits. Yeah. Yeah. Wise guy. Eh? Like literally like the sexuality of it is completely gone. Like, mm-hmm. and they're like, ah, you're so fucking funny. Did you know a guy that directed porn? I did. I, d- I didn't know him. He, did he ever break anything down for you? He told us. Um, so I worked with him on a job once, which was couldn't be more polar opposite than porn. It was like a, it was for a, a national sports organization. <laughs> and now he like directs all of their content. XFL. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, well, I don't, I don't give away. But um, anyways, he said uh, he was like, yeah, I worked in porn for a while. Money's incredible. And he was like, it's horrifying and it fucks you up sexually because mm. the uh, the smell. Mm. And he's like, because they fuck for hours and they like, Ew. you know, like they, they keep themselves, they keep themselves hard. He's like, there's a ton of lube. He's like, they're kind of like sweaty. There's a lot of dry mouth going on. There's a Ugh. lot of like, just, you know, cavities being plunged for longer than they need to be. But Ugh. it's just, uh, yeah. And he Dude. was just like, he's just like, after a while, he's like, the whole crew's just like, ah, oh, man, that's like a bunch of. You know, it's like all of us like deciding to go vegan at once. Just like, yeah, you know what? This is uh, maybe we don't want this at all. We don't want either one. Oh my god! But uh, yeah, he was like, it's fucking gross. Because when he told, he told me and Tommy. Me and Tommy, are like, ooh, ooh <laughs> yeah. tell us more. Whose asshole looks? Are they the all best? like? Uh, is the crew all union? Or is no, it just no, that's him. Oh, they're, no, they're punion. <laughs> Stop playing so much, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way too much. Me playing off, way too much over there. God, Jesus damn. Christ! Out here playing. I just thought it'd be fun to picture a dude like, ah, I'm not, uh, I'm not getting enough light on that pussy. Yeah, I got, <laughs> I got a 15 minute break. If it dries out, it dries out. That's not on me. That's not on me. That's props. 
You get props involved. Yeah, can we cheat that asshole in? <laughs> All right, thanks, hon. Can we get an apple box for this cunt? <laughs> but, yeah, dude, it was – like that's – he said he worked on um, – I think it was uh, um, whatever the one is that looks like um, like homemade, but it's not. It's like a super – I think it's like 60 frames per second, that kind of thing. Like he worked on one of those ones. Hmm. God, what the fuck is it called? Nubile, Nubiles or something like? Mm. Damn. Whatever. It was it's like a very it sounds high end. It's yeah. a it very like popular boutique. one. I think they had like it's like mostly violin music. <laughs> it's violin yeah. music or like an uncircumcised dick sucking air out of a vagina mostly. That was <laughs> <Yeah>. the only <laughs> Cuz you know don't they like uh don't they like seal in? Right? When you're not circumcised, they seal. Is is Kyla here? (laughs) Because I think a girl would know this. If you don't, if you don't circumcise your bird, I think it, the uncircumcised part like rolls down, right? Like one of those things you just go. So when you pull it down, yeah, it's like like when a magician does the flag trick, where like you pull his handkerchief out of the pocket, you just keep pulling. Skin down, it goes into the puss, and then the skin comes up, and then it creates a seal. Shortest distance between two points. Yeah, right. Yeah, come on, man. Like, goddamn, you got to fix that. And imagine fucking God making that and be like, oh. yeah, it's functional. Yeah. Like, imagine like, like, cur- like curving that. And you're like, I fucking, I think I got it. Yeah. I think I fucking nailed that. And then all of a sudden, doctors come on. We got to take that off. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? Like, how'd they get by QA? <laughs> the fuck. Like, it was like a moving part. Like, he's like, it took me a while to get that right. A while. <laughs> All his bad dicks behind him on a fucking board. <laughs> He's sitting at a computer in CAD, like, oh, what the fuck? How did I pick up on that? What the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> I should have. I should have started with that. <laughs> it's like a virus. God damn it! Oh, fuck. Like a recall. Everybody's dick got recalled in the eighties. Yeah, I feel like as far as genitals and God, it's like he was like running out of time on a school project. I'll just tell him not to use them. <laughs> I'll patch it in later. I'll patch it in real uh, quick. Don't use those unless you're trying to do something real specific. Unless you need to. It's more of a fire Contact ex- your administrator if you want to use these. Yeah. Things. And this one's going to bleed. I'll just, then I'll just make doctors and they'll cut That's them. That's a way to and keep then I'll them have doing it. Tell them when they can use them. Yeah. And consent. Bleeds for a week, they can't use them. Then we're going to put a cape on the other one. <laughs> and send. So, yeah. My my uh, my buddy had an uncircumcised dick that I played football with, and you know you see everybody's dick when you. What happened it. to it? It just it just it was it looked Exploded. like uh, every Tort time I see a fucking um, one of those like uh, mozzarella sala- mozzarella salami rolls on like an appetizer dish, <laughs> I always dick. think of it because it's just like all the salamis coming past the tip. Dude, there's actually a, um, a jujitsu YouTuber who I watch a lot. Um, he's extremely anti-circumcision. <laughs> <laughs> so those are like his other videos like the jiu-jitsu videos are like super playful and the other ones are like him protesting at like anti-circumcision really? rallies Urban's yeah. buddy's really he's protested he protested sorry he yelled at Bill Clinton at a speech once like he's that against it like went there got thrown out I think he dressed up <laughs> Jesus like weird that he, all over weird him. he went to yell at Bill Clinton and he went with circumcision as her yeah, came out yeah. he's like also the rape <laughs> <laughs> oh that guy's crazy <laughs> I just got the dip off, dude. I this uh, I'm at the tail end of this this bad voice. You sound great, dude. I sound I sound better now. But I was, dude. I had you sound uh, like the girl from One Tree Hill. <laughs> I had fat titted smoker voice girl, dude. For three days, it was just, it was weird. It was you sounded like shit. Dude. It was oh awful. man, 
But it was good because it just sounded like that. Man. You sounded like uh, office ladies who love losing their voice. Oh, like they spend yeah. Like, I love my voice. I'm not, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm and also they're doing like all their like phone calls that day. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm trying to change my like address over. It's like, do it fucking Friday. <laughs> Why are you doing that today? Hey, yeah, sorry. I lost my voice. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Just leave me alone. Go Send home. Why are you here? Yeah. You have 45 vacation days. <laughs> you never use them. You never fucking use them. Use them. Look, well, what if I eat this? I mean, I might as well take it home. I mean, Jim will eat it, or I can at least give it to the cats. Dude, they love taking it Throwing cupcakes home. at dead cats in three hours. <laughs> What's going on? Where are He'll we at? He'll eat it. We're at about an hour and a half. I think it's time to cut it. And, I gotta go, uh, yeah. Listen, no pressure to go over the fucking Patreon, but we're going to fucking pick it back up over there. We're just trying to lay the fucking groundwork, all right? Come throw us a fucking dollar, or don't. Let it pile up. Wash in it all at once. But, uh... At the very least, tell your dogs you love them and fucking do something you've been putting off. Do it. Fuck do it. it. Goodbye. Later, guys.